Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, the official goal horn operator at Little Caesars Arena, believe it or not. That's me. I'm the guy. Um, thank you for you know, listening to the podcast, of course. Joining us this evening, obviously, is Scott Conkin, SYP creator Scott. Scott, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm actually really excited. This is going to be a good pod. Got, got the OG squad back on. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, also joining us is a uh, resident Canucks fan and SYP creator, Ravisher Dollywall. <laughs> Rav, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Canucks uh, came off a big win yesterday. I'm hyped, dude. Big uh, uh, shout out Thatcher Demko. Uh, shout out Hockey God, too, dude. He just... He, <laughs> he was, did the... Okay. Quite a shot, man. Compared, yeah. like, that was the exact same motion Burroughs did in Game 7, dude, against the Hawks. And Burroughs was coaching that night, so yesterday, so it worked out. <laughs> so, you know, Burroughs kind of had to see that coming. Like, Burroughs probably said in the scouting report, look out for this Godet guy. He's got a <laughs> wicked slapper. Yeah, and he's... Have you seen a video of him at the wedding? <laughs> oh, my God, you guys haven't seen that. He, I haven't uh, seen that video, no. No, I'll send it after. He's at his wedding earlier last year, and he's giving his girl a lap dance or something, and he just kicks her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a yeah it went hella viral like on reddit as well it's just like some random guy and everyone's just like oh that's like a hockey player that's like one yeah. of the best college players in the past decade like he's a good player that's adam godet uh, <laughs> twitch streamer adam, adam hey. godet um we're recording this tuesday night uh come out on wednesday um is there anything you got? I mean, we got a lot of stuff to talk uh, about. Speaking of, speaking of Twitch streamer, this one Twitch streamer didn't have a good time today. Oh. <laughs> that one Twitch streamer, the, the basketball Twitch streamer. Uh, you want to do a hockey podcast. And then yeah, Myers- sorry. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. Okay. No, but the Myers Leonard thing is, is, a, is a, it's not great, obviously. But if you've watched that video, you, you definitely saw him take a deep breath. Like, think about it for like mm. an extra second or two. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm yeah. going to say this i just don't get why you would say i didn't know he had that in his vocabulary <laughs> i i think yeah i i don't know i feel let like me, let me play we can play bingo with his like apology bingo <laughs> like have you seen that it's like apology bingo it's like the words they'll say like i didn't know what that means i'll be better soon and like i think they got bingo for for uh myers leonard I don't think those apologies are hard to make. I think those apologies are pretty yeah. easy. Like those, those like press conference, like the Tiger Woods press conference. I think that's like a, Oh man, I fucked up. This is a mistake. <laughs> I got to be better. Not trying to single out Tiger Woods specifically. And obviously now it's not a great time with his current oh, situation. Gosh, dude, I've put in Myers Leonard Twitter. I don't know if I'd do that. This, this website has no remorse. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's go let's, back to hockey. Let's talk about hockey. What do you, Scott, what do you think we should talk about first? anything oh, i think the minnesota wild on a heater should be first because they they've been sick got and the, got that the jersey over there yeah peep peep rattle screen for you youtube fans um yeah. and that man that capper's off kid holy oh, shit i knew coming into the season if he if he was gonna come in this season or he's gonna take another year in the khl like if he was yeah. whenever he came in it, it, it was gonna be good and he's been like as well as expected be like he's yeah. ridiculous i knew he like the stuff the guy does he's so good at controlling the puck like he he's like forsberg mini out there right now he, yeah. he essentially has that's his ceiling essentially dude like, that's a good i like that but here's the thing with Kaposov is that he doesn't look like he's that good of a skater and i said yeah. you know i've talked about this before he doesn't look like he, he's not a smooth skater he's not like a theodore not like quinn hughes like yeah. not that super smooth but man can he get around the ice and some of the footwork he does is actually insane so yeah. props props to Kaposov for like 
lifting that team to like a playoff spot. You know? Yeah. Um, so I was having this conversation with my dad earlier today. It's kind of like a half serious hot take, but is this not the peak of the Minnesota wild franchise right now? <laughs> I mean, like, right. This is the peak of Minnesota. They have a like, young star player. Last time they have like a star player as good as Caprizov was probably Gabrick. Like, oh, Gabrick. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, like, yeah, Gabrick's a really good hockey player. I think that's a, like, yeah, I would say Gabrick was probably like their best player in the history or like ba- Nicholas Backstrom's a good goalie too, but I would say, okay, yeah. I even like when they signed Parise and Suter to a massive contract, please remember that? It was like yeah. what, 11 years or something. They're they're still going for another four or five years. That That's yeah. going to be rough. <laughs> Maybe exactly. not Suter because Suter can always be shut down, but I don't know about that Parise one, dude. That one's a rough yeah. one. That was questionable for sure. Even the Jared Spurgeon one right now. They have a they have a few rough contracts, but the, once they're out of that like hellhole, they're they're on the way. And Mark- but again, those players aren't aren't that bad. They're still solid yeah. players. And Spurgeon's a captain now. Spurgeon's I think very underrated in this league. Yeah, he I just has. Yeah. I, I know points. Well, he's I've always known him to be like offensive. I don't think he has many points. He only has like five or six. Yeah, he only has four points actually. Right. Uh, former Spokane Chief uh, Jared Spurgeon yeah. won the I 2008 mean, yeah. Memorial Cup. <laughs> um, um, so I, I want to. Sorry, what are you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say this is the peak of the Wild. The Wild have never been any. <laughs> I thought I thought of any higher uh, than they are right now. And I was thinking about it. But if you're the Wild, you maybe like put your balls on the table, swing for the fences, and trade for Jack Eichel. Okay, that's that. What do you trade? Uh, first of all, speaking of Minnesota, I can't believe like a year ago we like Canucks fans like, oh, do Besser for Dumba. I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry, Dumba is a really good defenseman, dude. Brock Besser is top five in scoring. Okay, like this is like levels. Yeah. Um, another be untradeable, but yeah. Besser's Besser is untradeable now. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, well, their goalie—it's just kind of they had the. I think they also kind of had like a Chicago thing where like with Lankin and like Kakinen's been like really Kakonen. I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Yeah, Kakonen. Yeah, you got it. I say Kakonen. Yeah, but like Capo, right? Like he's been he's been so good this season. I think he has like. Let me pull up his stats. Let me pull he it just up. Got his, he, got, he got his first career shutout on Monday last night. Vegas. Yeah. Um. Damn. He's yeah. He's a nine two four two one three, and then Cam Talbot's not even that. Like he's always been a good goalie. Like he's still nine zero six two eight eight. That's like reasonable for a backup. Like back it's been back. working better than I expected. And also, damn. Sh- shout out to Marcus Foligno, dude. The guy's dropping gloves and has fifteen points in twenty one games, dude. Holy. Plus eleven. What's Kevin Fiala? At? He's 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 been very good too on that team. Yeah. Uh, he has more penalty missed than Felino does. He has thirty one, and Felino has twenty nine. Uh, he has a, he has eleven and eight, twenty, but he has eight eight of those are goals. And I mean, cool. he's gonna turn it on. That guy's a stud. He's gonna he was yeah. their star player last year. He, he's for sure. So that's why I'm just saying, if you're the, the Wild, you trade for Eichel, you swing for the fences. And, but who do you give up? Yeah. Uh, you give okay, so you give up uh, Dumba. You, yeah. you give because Buffalo's going to want a D man. Yeah. Um, probably Rask, I'm guessing. You, you trade Rask, <laughs> yeah, especially right now. It is uh, his trade value is as high as it is because he's playing with Kaprizov and Zook. You, you trade Rask, um, I, I probably, I don't know, first another, round pick. yeah, I was gonna say probably two first round picks, but I was trying to think of like another active player I would trade. I think you got to give up a prospect. I think Dude. if if the Sabers or if the Wild want to get Eichel, I think they have to give up Eric Sinek. I Eric think I was I was gonna say even uh, Cal uh, Kalen Ad- or Kalen Addison. 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 Like I feel like 
dude, I that's a I think you got to give up a lot for Eichel. I think even more like you might have to throw Rossi in there type stuff. Rossi. Yeah. I think maybe. So, okay, so 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 let's so Dumba, uh, Rossi, Rask, two first round picks. Do I have my? I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> you say what? I was gonna say three. This guy's like it's Jack Eichel. You got like you gotta. Put but again, him. you're getting so if you're Buffalo, you get Marco Rossi. You get us. You get two roster players. You yeah. get a very good first round pick, a top ten pick, and then you're getting a another first round pick there. That to me is enough. You don't need to give up more than one first round. Yeah, pick. it's just I think it's the fact that it is Jack Eichel, and I don't know if a team like that wants to give it up. Like. Yeah. They always say they're they're close to close to being in a playoff spot. They really aren't, and but I don't know that that could also bring the uh, draft or draft value trade value down just because he hasn't been in the playoffs. We haven't seen what he can do. I think nothing's going to happen this season if a deal yeah. happens. It's going to be the offseason. I just figured if the if the Wild want to carry this franchise momentum along, make it something. Go and get Jack Eichel. Yeah, go Why get not? a big go get a big splash. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, I, I think the, the Wild should make the playoffs, though. Oh, in that division? Yeah. You, yeah They're you. fine. I, uh, that's, by the way, I was just looking at their draft history just because I, I was I was confused if I was thinking of Marco Rossi or Nico Sturm, and then I realized they both played for this team. They, but both, I was played, going, <laughs> they both played for the uh, Ottawa 67s, didn't they? I think they did. Uh, um, Rossi. Rossi and Jack Quinn were back. Were like yeah, back, that's yeah. what it was. That's they what it was. Played Bron- I, um, but... Yeah, that's. I just looking at their 05 and NHL draft pick. It was a uh, Crosby, uh, Ryan, which is fine. Jack Johnson, which was good for a good amount of time, and then it was Benoit Pouliot mm. at fourth. And number five was a rough one because number five is literally Carey Price. So, wow. And then oh. next, yeah, and then it went kind of downhill from there. It was like Brule, Skilly, Setaguchi, Lee, and then. Uh, hey, I was big on David Setaguchi. I still think you might have. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when, uh, damn, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan, Joe, yeah, Joe Thornton gave Jonathan Chichu 56 goals. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then it won a silver platter. It was just put your stick over the net and you have a goal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's literally what it was. <laughs> uh, so the Wilds are on a heater. They're looking really sharp. Um, who, should we talk about the Tom Wilson hit? Yeah. Should, yeah. We, should we discuss Tom Wilson? Yeah. So Tom Wilson got suspended seven games for hitting Brandon Carlo, Carlo uh, behind, I think it was the Bruins net. Yeah, it was like he was going in for like like one of them hits like into the shoulder and he just fully caught his head. So there's a debate about a, was it a clean hit? She got seven games. Is it because of Wilson's character or his history that he's getting all this sort of stuff? I think, let me, um, let me see his contract. I think he got fined something like, I don't know. I think it was like 200K. Let me pull it. 311K is what it yeah. Like, to be honest, like, it's because it's Tom Wilson, like, seven games is valid. If it was any other player with whatever history, that only warranted a two game suspension. That wasn't, it was a dirty hit without a doubt. There's no doubt about that. He His hands came through his head. Yeah, that's a full no, dirty There's hit. no question about that. And the fact that it's Tom Wilson, yeah, clearly hasn't learned his lesson. Seven games is valid. Very valid. If you like, it kind of looked like on like the close up slow mo, he got the shoulder first and then he got the head. Yeah. Um, but 
it definitely looked like he targeted him. He went after. He could have slowed down. Is what I'm saying with Tomlin. Drove, it wasn't the fact that he hit shoulder first. It was the fact that he drove through his head. That's the part. Yeah. And into the boards. That's the part that warranted that extra bit of suspension. Yeah. If you did, if you like let up a bit, then it might have just been a fine. But I think, yeah. But I think this. Oh, the the suspension is Jeff definitely just because of his past. He hasn't gotten suspended in like nearly three years. But like he, that's just it's just because he's tech. He's never changed. I guess kind of thing. That that thing. I'm and I'm a I'm kind of a Wilson hater too. So like that's coming from me. Like I mean, I just hate him because of that Sunquist hit. That that pisses me off. That that put him out for a while. Yeah, and I was kind of the thing with the Carlo incident that Carlo hit as well because I think Carlo had to go to the hospital and he yeah he had to go to the was hospital. like he wasn't able to return and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I I still don't know if he retur- he's returned for the Bruins yeah. yet or not. But I mean, as a Tom Wilson hater, like he's having a freaking really good season. Like he has seventeen and twenty one, and seven of them are goals. Like he's making. I mean, he's making a good amount of money. He's making five point two, and he's a like, essentially a grinder yeah. like a guy's, yeah. guy's again, stud, player and he plays with like high level players like he plays yeah. kuznetsov plays with ovechkin plays with oshi like these are good like very good players and guys that will feed on the puck and he gets the he's he's just yeah he's a dumb player in the fact that he takes stupid hits but he's also a smart player he knows where to go on the ice he knows how to get points essentially yeah and he's he's just an effective player so yeah like, you know good for wilson like dumb bad hit but He's a good player, and he's, he's a bad kid. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like with this five point two million dollar contract, this three hundred k, it won't hurt him much, and that's five point two for the next five years. So I honestly, think you have like any fine for any NHL, <laughs> it's like it's like okay, cool. Here, take the money. It's not even a fine. I think technically, in the name of it, I think he's just getting. He's fair forfeiting that money, but I mean, yeah, exactly. Okay, doesn't the NHL take that money? And or, I think they used to like. <laughs> Donated to, yeah. donated to charity. Uh, my favorite thing was <laughs> the Ovechkin's 5K that he well spent on Frederick there. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Ovi has just been pissed with everything this season. Like, I think yeah, he, he wasn't like, happy about the suspension either, was he? He was no, and and I don't think he's happy with a the rules. Um, and I, I I don't know. He just seems upset about everything right now. Which yeah. well, I mean, in the if I guess remember in the first few weeks of the season, um, those like there's the four Russians on the team: Orlov, Kuznetsov, Samsonov, and Ovechkin. They all were like hanging in their hotel room. Yeah. yeah, and they got um like I think some one of them got COVID, and the others had to like quarantine for. I don't think it was even that. I think it was just the fact that they were hanging out and they weren't allowed to. I think well, that. Like, yeah, and, and I mean, he got to. I think he technically got suspended a game or two. But because he, I think he missed four because he was in protocol. Because yeah, that's they're how all the NHL rule. That's how the NHL's rules are, and it sucks to suck. I mean, that's just kind yeah. of the way it is. When you you should be hanging out with your friends during the <laughs> pandemic, okay? Uh, Even yeah. those that are close. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, where are they? They're like a, they're two points back of first, and they they have a game. The caps on. are I, fine. They're, yeah, fine. they're going to make the playoffs. They're, they're Even without good. Wilson, Wilson, Wilson's really good. He's not going to make a difference to their playoff thing for seven games. So like that's not make a difference. Um, I think yeah, but also yeah. Speaking of Ovechkin on Frederick, Frederick just heard he had that coming, right? Like, is that is that fair to say? <laughs> like, Frederick had that coming. That 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 uh, yeah. like you know, going after Ovechkin all night. Like, you, you're a rookie kid. You can't be going after yeah. the guys yet. You gotta wait. You gotta chill out. 
you're asking for trouble when you do that, especially with a guy like Ovechkin that has so much respect in the league. Like, sure, finish your check, do your job as, like, as you know, as a as a player. Your job is to finish your check. Yeah, and he's a he's he puts in a lot of like hits. He's a big hitter, dude, and he yeah. He just I don't know. He he had that coming. I don't think Ovechkin cares yeah. at all. And uh, yeah, Frederick Frederick's past that that uh, Boston team is really <laughs> still pissing me off to this day. Isn't it? So Marshan and all them boys on there. <laughs> Well, hey, Rob, I had them not even in the playoffs. And the fact that they're doing as well as they are, it pisses me off, too. I'm not a Bruins fan. <laughs> I love pasta, though. Everyone's got to love some pasta, Doc, though. That guy's a stud. You know? I also like Bergeron, too, because he's, he's actually filthy. Yeah. Are you – were they still, like, giving out over odds on fucking pasta scoring in a game? Like- oh, yeah. I was at Scotty the other day. I was texting Ian. I'm like, yeah, for some reason, pasta knocked to score is only plus 105. So I was going to put every – penny my account on it and i did and it hit instantly because it's literally david posternock like plus 105 is like just like what? like isn't he just like the main player to score in any like hockey game that yeah like isn't he a top <laughs> five goal scorer in the league and it's like yeah we'll give you uh we'll give you plus odds to like if he scores in a game and it's like why that's stupid it doesn't make sense yeah it's like I think definitely gonna get changed once he starts heating it up. Anyone just have, have a brain will make money on that one. Yeah, dude. Like he has how many goals? He has eleven goals in sixteen games, dude. Like this guy's gonna score. Holy. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, speaking of the Mass Mutual East Division, uh, shout out to my New York Islanders who are first in that division. Who I didn't say were gonna finish first. I just said they were gonna be the team to come out of the Mass Mutual East. So. <laughs> hey, what, what did you th- what did you think of the what did you think of the Sabers? <laughs> what was your prediction on them? We actually were like, you know, there is something with the Sabers, but n- neither Scott or I had them in the playoffs. But like, there's yeah. something here, like between. Well, like, you can so- ever count out like, I mean, <laughs> a literal MV- league MVP in Hall, and then Jack Eichel. You can never oh, count yeah. that out, but I th- I think correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. I think both of us were expecting more from Jeff Skinner. Oh, I, the fact that yeah. To be fair, nine million dollars year. Oh, he he. I, I I've said this on Twitter multiple times. The, this guy has dirt on that team. There's no question. <laughs> there is no question. I don't know what he has, but there's no question that he does, dude. Like what the hell? Like how he's he hasn't he's got forty goals and like fifteen assists, dude. I know it's I know it's like the thing where it's a small market and like you want guys to stay, you kind of have to do that. But come on, right? Like, <laughs> like come on. Like he, I know he had forty goals, but he hadn't scored that many since he was like back in Carolina when he first got up. Got good. Uh, um. Also, yeah, right? Jeff Skinner, uh, not great. Um, but to be fair, like. Ralph Kruger doesn't play him correctly. He's like, what are you going to do on the fourth line getting 10 minutes a game? Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, he averages, what, 13? Yeah, 13 minutes a game. Like, yeah. I don't know what they expect, dude. Like, he should, what he should, what should happen is Skinner should play with Eichel. But the fact is that Hall's there and Hall's a better winger than Skinner is. So Hall's going to automatically play with Eichel. Yeah. And, like, and you, I mean, Hall's on the right side. Like, it's, you could have, like, I mean, Tobias Reeder, you could play him on the left or right. He's been decent so far. I think, actually, has he? I mean, they, he can score. They, here's the thing. They actually have decent pieces in yeah, Buffalo. Have, like, I think they have Stahl, too. Yeah. They like, just like, like Stahl, Olofsson. Skinner's not bad when he's in, you know. <laughs> Rasmus, well. I mean, he's been awful this season, like, analytically, but the guy's Rasmus only, and he's going to be fine eventually. That minus 21 isn't going to be that like that the whole year. There's no way. But it, it shouldn't be. But, um, um, I, I feel like you could you could run for a bit. Like, at this point, it's like 
<laughs> it's like the Canucks, like Canucks fans are like, what's the, might as well just start like, like just put in Berchi, like just try it. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like the Canucks thing. It's just like, like Eichel, might as well try Eichel, Skinner, and then what is it? Olofsson, right? Olofsson right wing. And then you could try Reinhardt, Hall, and then whoever, like Lazar, Stahl, I don't know. Stahl in the middle. Ryder, Ryder, even... Hell, at this point, just throw Cousins or Middlestad up there, dude. Just, like, it doesn't matter. Just get the get the guys sometime. And, I don't know, dude. Like, they have some rough contracts. I they have a Pozo. Oh, dude. <laughs> and, oh, and Jeff oh. Blaschel just turned off this podcast because you mentioned playing young guys. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I don't care. Scott, I get this guy. I follow – it's because I follow Detroit. I've, I followed the Red Wings on Twitter for, like, the longest time, and I always just see, like, the, the random yeah. moves they'll make, like – Remember when Giovanni Smith got a got a Gordy Howe hat? You're gonna get sent to the minors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should. So here's the thing. You mentioned a Canucks rap, so I feel like since you are the resident Canucks fan at SYP, uh, we should discuss Jim Benning's press conference on Friday. Uh, I mean, I don't even like. I what did like? Do you have a list of what he said, kind of thing? Like, I, uh, I the, the big highlights for me was uh, that we plan to play in the Pacific, and North Division uh, has not been easy on us. Um, he's right about that. We we we've played twenty nine games. There's teams that barely played twenty yet. Like the, the Sabers have played. They just recently started playing. I think their twenty second game. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about Benning, I think he said, was that uh, just give us two more years. Uh, give me two more years, and this team will be good again. So give me nine years. Give me, give me nine years as a GM, and I will turn the situation in Vancouver around. Um, and uh, we're going to reach uh, Tanner Pearson is an integral part of the team. Jake Bertanen. No, Brandon Sutter. Brandon, oh, Brandon Sutter. Brandon Sutter. Sutter. $5 million, dude. I, what is this? Please be at the end of the season. Please be up. Tyler Mott is a big part. Dude, he is our best. He's our dude, best, like, bottom four. Tyler Boss, dude. He's fucking sick. He is yeah, Tyler Boss. Loki, dude. That guy's a stud. Um, he actually is. Um, the thing, like, the, the biggest takeaway for me from that whole press conference, I just, if, I'm not, I'm, obviously people know I'm a Ducks fan, but, like, I also do, like, kind of support the Ducks. Yeah, you got it. Great. So, that interview didn't give me a single ounce of confidence. I'm like, okay, this guy is just like grasping at something. He's making excuses. He's not owning up to it. Like it is on him. Yeah. He lost what five quality pieces from that team. He could have easily kept at least two of them. And I'm, per- I'm perfectly fine. I was always fine with Markstrom leaving just because we always had Demko. And then we could, I yeah. mean, D. Okay. Pietro, even him is decent, yeah. but. What I never like the Tanev thing, like that that was a rough one, but maybe it's just because he's been here for a while. He's still gonna be a shutdown defenseman. He is for Calgary right now. But yeah. I mean, obviously the big one was to Foley and like keeping for ten. And I hate that he said he didn't have enough time or like time came up on him. Like you gotta like no. you gotta like put in like, more effort. Okay, you know? the flat cap did play a role. Yeah. But you just signed this guy. You've poorly mismanaged your other your bottom six forwards are like we we had at one point the other night we had a fourth line that made ten million dollars. Yeah, they, like, <laughs> like there you go. That's just and that's just, to me that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's that's stupid. I can't believe that. Uh, I mean, let me like I just don't get how we're gonna be able to have the money to sign both Pedersen and Hughes. Like that's, I mean, we're Edler's off the books, Ben's off the books, and then like Sutter and Pearson. I and see then, some buyouts coming. I see one or two buyouts that are going to be like 
plus like four million plus i mean we could just promise to them like please just stay for a bit like with this crappy money erickson's contracts up next year we'll give you more <laughs> but like I don't, I don't know dude at this point i feel like he might even try that like I don't know. He might beg, is what you're saying. Like, yeah, I do. He, he might be begging, like, "Come on, please!" Like, you don't know. No, I mean, Rob, have you seen Moneyball with Brad Pitt when um, Brad Pitt's the Oakland A's GM, where uh, where Jonah Hill has to talk to the owner, and Jonah Hill's just like, "Please, can we do this deal?" <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. That's a good one. Great, I highly recommend great, it. Great movie. Go great watch movie. Um, I I don't know. I I I get where he's coming from. He's not in an easy situation. And I'm not, and I am defending Bane a little bit, but I mean, he kind of did it to himself. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he, the thing that with Benning is like the reason the Canucks fans aren't as bad on him as we were with Gillis is because at least his drafting's been okay. Like he found Goddard in the fifth round. He found Pedersen. He found Hughes. Like he's, I mean, the one thing we don't, I don't know if we count the maybe his first year when he, he picked for Tannen, you know, but like after that, he's been fine with the drafting even you levy actually but he he doesn't get time so it's not even his fault i don't even blame him for that but like you know the contracts it's like you know myers six you give well who else sutter four three, uh, uh uh beagle and roussel are, my, <laughs> are personally my favorites roussel is definitely the favorite yeah oh yeah no trade clause of roussel yeah no, you, yeah, no you, yeah the canucks signed uh was it three or four year deals to those guys and it's just like yeah. why are you signing deaf players to multi-year deals deals those are the uh, last players who deserve multi-year deals i know dude it's like uh, and i always i mean yeah I, I don't know the schmidt one is also like that's five years of six too dude like he's schmidt's good he's not six worth six worthy uh, not right now yeah. i mean I, I don't blame him for furland it's not even his fault he can't pull he literally can't play uh tyler mott's like that money that three million i'd rather that go to tyler mott if anything that guy puts in more than he puts in 10 million dollar effort that guy Yes, very good penalty killer. Yeah. That and that's someone that Canucks. Yeah, he's our he's our most valuable bottom six player by far. Without a doubt. Oh yeah. No uh, so the, the Canucks, uh, they're on the outside looking in at this point. We are, but it's fun to watch. Hogs is going to be good. Like you know, like we got if we get the boys signed, like uh, the boys, Petey and Hughes, like we're going to be we're yeah. going to be a good team next year. I feel like I think people are also forgetting. Let's not forget about Pod Colson because he's going to come in and. He, who knows? He he might be there, but yeah, he's gonna it, inject a jolt into that team, and who knows what they're gonna do next? I mean, Hogs came in. He's given us like twelve points in like thirty games for a kid who's like. Hogs under been very. I he's all you, you can almost consider him for MVP of the team. You almost could. He's my Swedish king, of course. So <laughs> I, I I cannot say anything negative about Alexander. I, I would. I think this boy right here is our MVP, though. This man uh, right here. This boy right here is That's it. Bo, let's go. Bo, Bo, or no, Brock knows. Not Bo. Brock knows. Brock knows. Uh, Miller is always just a stud. Uh, that, I don't know why Canucks fans are even pissed about that trade for a first round in the first place. That's yeah, I, I didn't I don't get that. Like, like, yeah, you play, you play, what is it? Like, you have, he has like nine other like star players on Lightning. Obviously, he wasn't going to be that good. And like, a, yeah, like, I just have this image of Mill. You know, that, uh, that overtime goal, that one timer from like the right circle. Yeah. The, the yeah. In the 94 jersey. Yeah. The, yeah. That's no, that, so good. That's like, that just, that's what Miller does, dude. He's just like, he's just a stud. Like, the guy's, <laughs> my favorite video is like, uh, yeah. him just, screaming that just f-bomb like in the middle of a game earlier this season you, you just hear it on the uh but yeah, yeah the guy was a leading scorer last year he's gonna be fine he's still young he's 27 yep. 
So the, again, the Canucks are three points back behind Montreal for a playoff spot. Um, Montreal, <laughs> I said this from the start, dude. Montreal peaked early. I knew that it was going to happen, dude. <laughs> it was the team's not that good in my opinion. That's my thing. Well, don't count out the fact that the Habs have five more games in hand over the I Canucks know. right now. Yeah, that's five uh, games that they can lose. That's five games that they can lose. And I actually like Montreal. I still like the Habs. I, I'm still, I'm still on that bandwagon a bit. <laughs> we, I'm not telling myself. Yeah, we talked about uh, the Habs last week, and we we spoke to their depth and their like ability to just roll all four lines and just yeah. be consistently good and be able to score. And that's, but again, you, you're right. And you know, they've had some consistency issues and they had coaching change. So, you know, the pressure's on and in, in yeah. uh, Montreal. I th- they're, they're going to be nice in a few years as well. Like they're well, one of the, like okay. Emmys, if that guy steps it up and he yeah. becomes like a number, I don't know. I feel well, like his peak right now. He's one, Kakanemi's two. Yeah, I feel like his peak right now is the second, which kind of sucks because he did take him third overall. But Suzuki's definitely like makes up for that. Like Suzuki's you know, nasty dude. Yeah, that guy is a hard worker. He's gonna be. He's good. He's yeah. already good. Yeah. The the, uh, the Habs are good. Carey Price, by the way, don't don't sleep on Carey Price. He's. Uh, <laughs> gonna bounce back here boys uh he had an amazing game yesterday he broke best yeah, he really, he through was, the whole team and he just robbed him at the end yeah they he really shouldn't have lost that game yesterday that it wasn't even Monday. his fault dude it's a yeah that's not even his fault it's just the team really kind of let him down there and god just gave him one to top left shelf pretty nice uh pretty nice uh yeah so the canucks uh the canucks might be something who knows who knows what they expect with the canucks uh who's it rab do you know who they play next um, right. Montreal again, I think. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's the eight o'clock game. Oh yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> eight p.m. I can't wait to watch that one. With you who uh, texted me, imagine staying up till one a.m. to watch Brent Kulak play for your team. <laughs> you know, I said Ben Sherrod. Ben Sherrod. <laughs> but either or works. I, I Joel like Edmondson also. Joel Edmondson's a stud, dude. I don't care. I love that guy. Good <laughs> man. He's a stud. Uh, um, I guess so we should uh, discuss the Tampa Bay Lightning, who uh, beat my Detroit Red Wings tonight. But they also are uh, raising their Stanley Cup banner this Saturday in front of fans because Florida doesn't give a shit about COVID. Most places don't anymore. <laughs> Detroit didn't. <laughs> Detroit had fans. Who the f- who's going to, in a pandemic to see Detroit, dude? Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll have you know that 750 people went to go see the Red Wings, hey. mostly because they had nothing better to do uh, on Tuesday night. Hey, at least they didn't pull a joke him Noah and say, like, uh, who's whoever said I'm going to go to Cleveland on vacation? Huh? Whoever said that? <laughs> Just pull that one for, with Detroit. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... Shade. Do, do you agree, do both of you guys agree with the Lightning's decision to raise their banner this Saturday? Or would you wait till next season no, when, when there's a full attendance, but there's already another cup champion? What would uh, you guys do? Uh, yeah. or, or, I, Rab, I'll start with you. Rab, go ahead. Uh, I don't mind them raising the banner. I, I mean, they can't really have a parade kind of thing, maybe. Because they I did have a parade. Well, they had the, the water boat things, and it wasn't like on there on a boat kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's Tampa Bay, like it's it's all yeah, like, it's, a, it's a little bay. So yeah. I think the you know raising the banner, that's great. I you know that's important. I think like they're doing it now. Like I thought they might do it at the beginning of this season, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, I got a few fans in the place, so I think it's the yeah, best best time for them to do it. Better than nothing. And by the way, th- that parade was actually kind of dope because um, they I like the boat parade. They should 
if they can do that in some cities, they should do that more. Yeah, I got a wild picture on my phone of a former pro Fortnite player, Tifu and Andre Vasilevsky, both holding the Stanley Cup. That's one of my favorite pictures from that. <laughs> Didn't Nikita Kucherov piss himself? And, like, he was holding the cup over his head on his <laughs> ski and, he, and like, he, he, like, had a piss stain in his shorts? Or am I thinking of somebody else? <laughs> I feel uh, like – I don't know if that dude's that clumsy, though. I don't know. Maybe my they were all that clumsy. You saw Tom Brady – um nah. he that dude that dude was like absolutely lit uh, oh uh pat maroon that guy's a stud i don't care though like a big what do you call big rig, big rig. Right. Oh. uh yeah i'm just trying to find it here um this is a, a tampa bay times headline in october that says lightning's pat maroon didn't yeah. pee his pants but he did have a way off with alex ovechkin yeah, it was probably Maroon. <laughs> Maroon's probably the heaviest guy on this team. Oh, God, no, damn. Cernax, big boy, 233. Same as Shen, 229. Yeah, Pat Maroon pissed his pants. Uh, he was <laughs> he was so drunk at the Lightning's boat. If, you, if peeing your pants is cool, consider Pat Maroon's Miles Davis. I don't know who Miles Davis is. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean – Personally, I, I don't mind the Lightning raising their banner. I mean, they won a championship. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad with hockey we didn't really have the arguments of, like, Tampa being like, oh, they're a fake champion. Like, they didn't win it properly. Like, I'm glad we haven't really had those arguments. Like They were going to win eventually. <laughs> like, with that team, you can't just yeah. don't lose it for that long. Oh, that core, like, Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, Vasilevsky, it was point, like, yeah, I was down to like even without Kucherov this season, like they might yeah. even back to back it. Like if they're seventeen four and two, they might actually pull it off without like arguably their right. best player. Stammer's leading the team in points last I checked. Like that dude's uh, having a comeback season for the ages. It, yeah. He he isn't now. It's had been. He's twenty four and twenty three. But I mean, Stamkos mm-hmm. has played two less. But he he has twenty two. Like he essentially like he's leading the forwards in eighteen minutes of ice time at night. Dude. I just think that team is so deep, and their scoring comes from everywhere. Like they're not going to have like a top ten score in the NHL. They're just going to have a bunch of guys in like that between twenty five and like fifty pounds. Yeah, right. I feel like when Mikhail Sergachev. Sergachev, another one, yeah. Sergachev, that, uh, yeah, Montreal. I don't know if they really like giving that one up. <laughs> nope. Sergachev, I mean, what do you got? You got they got Drew. Was that the Drew trade? Yeah, yeah, one for one. Sergachev straight up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? And it's like, it's like, yeah, it's Drew, but they got a yeah. But I mean, they it, they pulled out with they got Romanov, which makes up for it, I think. But they could add both. But I like, what? But could could Sergachev play center? That's the question. Though, uh-huh. Montreal. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they they have a few centers. They obviously they got like as I was saying, they had Suzuki Kakeni. I mean, but you need a center that's not Dano. under or not under six feet. They need someone bigger. Yeah, and also I think Duran was playing center, and they kind of put him on center, and he's not really a center. He was he's never a center, center. and he didn't do well at all. And once they put him on the wing, he started playing like like you know like what we expect him to play like a second line. It's like Max Domi in Columbus, where where it's it's like, hey, Torts, he's not a fucking center. Maybe uh, play him as a winger. My favorite comparison is like Jonathan Duran, Loki, just like Andrew Wiggins of the NHL. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like the guy, (laughs) dude. He's dude. My uh, my reasoning on that one is uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. It's just like he's good, but he's not what I thought he was gonna be good, right? Like he's gonna be in the league for a while. 
I think that's a, a better comparable is actually Michael Dal Cole. No, <laughs> no. The thing is, Scott oh. like, Wiggins is a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, okay. Michael Delco is not a good hockey player. <laughs> yeah. He has like what I think it's yeah, five but... games played this season, no points. Or some Josh Hosang. Josh, oh. don't even bring that guy into this, dude. Oh my god. Uh, so anyways, uh, again, congrats on the Lightning. Uh, have fun at your banner raising, and uh, good luck with COVID. Good luck with your uh, vaccine distribution as well. Um, I should also mention uh, the NWHL on Monday announced that the Isabel Cup final will be held on March 26th, 27th. Uh, Congrats to the NWHL for getting their playoff finalized, for getting their championship, hopefully, you know, their cup race uh, on the 27th. They're they're playing in Massachusetts somewhere, Boston somewhere. I I can't remember what the name of the arena is, but uh, I wanted to shout out the NWHL because I think that's a really cool story. I'll definitely be watching that. Um, That was, you know, what some of the best kind of promoting uh, marketing I've seen from a league, especially a startup league in a long time. So, so what happened was it got suspended because there was like a lot of COVID cases. Uh, there, a couple teams got infected because they were playing in a bubble that wasn't really a bubble oh. in Lake Placid, and it was kind of like, okay, um, yeah, that it was probably the, it was a how do I put this? It probably wasn't smart to not do a bubble. Like they should have done a true bubble, but they didn't. And that's why their season got suspended. And now hopefully they're going to be doing a, a bubble at thing atmosphere in Boston, uh, or at least in Madison. Try to at least. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congrats to the uh, NWHL. I think my team is the Toronto six. Uh, it's They're actually got some pretty sick uniforms. If you haven't, seen them go check them out yeah the uh, red's pretty cool it's a good it's a good color scheme good color scheme uh yeah. also the six how could you not like that yeah. uh and then i also wanted to mention the uh the pwhpa's game at united center on saturday in chicago uh for their uh uh with a secret uh secret gap dream tour i believe is what the uh the official title of it is yeah that's okay um, yeah. you know obviously it's great when you know they uh I think it was Sunday, not Saturday, but they played on Saturday, Sunday, but they played at the United Center Saturday. And that's when uh, Sunday was International Hockey Day in America or the Hockey Day in America, whenever they do that down there. I think that was on Sunday and they got to play on Saturday, Sunday. So, um, and then kudos to just playing at the United Center. Michael Jordan used to play at the United Center too. So, I mean, you know. And so did Brandon Bullock, but. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, you forgot about other legends. <laughs> uh, Peter Reagan, did he play? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God! Like, I mean, Andrew Shaw still plays there. So I was gonna say, uh, so shout out women's hockey. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, congrats to all the games that you had this weekend. To the upcoming games that we get to look forward to. Uh, so really good stuff coming out of women's hockey for both the NWHL and the PWHPA. Um, keeping it hockey related, Rob, do you have anything like a hot take or do you have anything else that you want to mention some, oh. some other takeaways for you? Uh, let me see league leader scores and I can get something from that. And like someone who's just won't keep it up. <laughs> Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. No, that guy scored two today. And he realistically, like if Hellebuck was a wrist good. injury too, by the way, like he's not 100% <laughs> and he's still scoring. Yeah. If, if uh, what's his name wasn't, so yeah, speaking of Edmondson, the guy leads the league in plus minus by five. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. 
the if Hellebuck wasn't as good as he was, Matthews and Marner could have had hat tricks, both of them. True. Like, uh, but not William Nylander because William Nylander is a garbage player and needs to get <laughs> traded immediately, according to everybody <laughs> in Toronto. He's good. No, he's good. I don't know. I don't know what Leafs fans are actually talking about with that one. I will never get that. Yeah. Where's a like, where's a resident Leafs fan, Corey? <laughs> the guy, the guy is like. Oh, Shmuel is definitely someone I think who would hate on Nylander. I, I think Shmuel would like. Ah, why didn't he take a pay cut? Like, <laughs> Like the guy's a stud. Why would he ever take a pay cut? Um, I don't know. Like this is this is, McDavid. What will McDavid really keep up a one point? Was that one point seven pace? One point six seven pace to twenty seven four? Yeah, dude. Think about the division he's in. It's doable because yeah. a lot of teams that he'll put up two points a night without any issue. Yeah. Um. Just saying. It's Very true, doable. especially that team. Uh. I don't know, uh, Scotty, you got anything first? Maybe you got to go first with this one, man. Um, in terms of, I have some other things hockey related, but we'll get to, that's going to be later. Um, we have some mailbag questions and some good bad. Um, it was yes. more up there. I just want to quickly, just a quick sidebar. I just want to quickly shout out a few people. Um, yes, go for you. Shout out so some people, Scott. We're talking about some women's hockey. Um, I just want to shout out International Women's Day it was yesterday. Um, my mom, who's a big fan of SYP, helped us out a lot, kind of in the early days. Um, she's She's a part of a book that uh, came out on Amazon. Um, go check it out. Go see the last Instagram post. Um, really good stuff there. Um, yeah, that's to me, that's a big thing. And obviously, International Women's Day was yesterday. And just like Ian was talking about women's hockey, and we just want to see the game grow as much as possible. And we, we've talked about it on previous pods. And the, the better it gets, and the better it will be. So it'll be good. Um, also, want to shout out um, there's Whistler Super Camps uh, coming up in the Sea to Sky area. Um, check send us a DM to ask any questions about it. Um, it's high level hockey camps, high level sports camps. Um, going to be a lot of fun this summer, you know, pre actually post pandemic, it'll be, um, ask us some questions about it and I'll uh, get you in the right direction. It's going to be some unreal camps, some unbelievable coaches. I can't say their names right now, but they're, they're people, you know, so. Uh, could I, could I make this elite hockey camp? <laughs> of course. Like, could I actually, could I actually, like, how long do you think I would, like, take part in this before I would quit? With your net front presence? Uh, you could, you could make the count. You could do it. I could? Okay. All right. So there you go. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So go sign up for some Whistler Sports Camps. Um, by the way, uh, Neil Pionk, one, two, three, four, five. He's six in the league in defenseman scoring. Neil. Pionk. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Also, I was just looking at bottom of uh, the plus minus, and all of our boys are down here. We got what is that? Is that Silverberg down there at nine? You got, <laughs> he got Hughes at. You got Hughes at five, and then obviously you got at the top there number two. You got Mantha himself. He's number one's here. Number one's Darlene, but yeah, I mean Hughes. Hughes is at a. Good year offensively, maybe not defensively. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with who he's playing with. Like he's just compared to his partner last year. Yeah, he's playing with of last year, who's an elite defensive defenseman. Um, okay, maybe not elite, but he's a high quality defensive. defensive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 
it's tough and it, it's yeah. tough as a second year player on a team like that that gives up a lot of goals it's, i would say like even like if hamannick plays the way he played last night for the rest of the season i think he's that's fine i mean hamannick had a good game he's had a few okay games recently so if he plays like that I, that's fine that's that's fine that's all i need from him dude i don't expect much from travis hamannick so i'll take I, that <laughs> um can i just say that uh brock besser has the same amount of goals this year as dustin brown Oh yeah, Dustin Brown's going off this year. Thirteen, I think he was. Yeah, he's six assists. Kreider's up there too. Damn, oh, he's had two hat tricks last week. But yeah, that's a that's a good team. Right I, think, I, I was gonna say I don't really have a a big hot take right now. Um, I can't. Oh, we should. Oh, I know what we should discuss is uh, Daryl Sutter in Calgary. Oh, oh yeah, uh, because I totally forgot that we are in the year two thousand three. <laughs> And that uh, Daryl Sutter is still a legitimate coach. Uh, won two cups last decade. So yeah, he's still not. Guy has it in him, dude. Um, yeah. Um, if anyone saw the Flames practice today, holy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I saw that. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, he is oh, the coach. <laughs> yeah. I, I love no, I love that because Matthew Kachuk and Tanner were both like. Yeah, this is the best practice we've had in a long time. This is great. This is what we needed. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't hear any quotes from like Goudreau or Monahan. Especially those. Monahan. I think people, yeah. Flames fans, really need Monahan to start like getting it <laughs> together. <laughs> um, Scott. Yeah. Do you like the move? And would you have done the move if you were the Flames? The Flames needed something to change. Whether it was a big trade, whether they traded Goudreau. We've talked about trading Goudreau for, like, years. I don't want to years, like, months. A long Goudreau, time. It feels like a long, long time. Yeah, a long, it feels like it's been a long time. Um, the Daryl Jeff Ward wasn't doing anything for that team. They're, they've always been mediocre. Daryl I think we talked about this last part. Daryl Sutter's going to be either a, a huge, like, it's high-risk, high-reward. He's either going to be an unreal coach and push them deep in the playoffs, or he's a huge bust. Um Based on what Kachuk and Tana said, and the t- the team needed a jolt. They needed some sort of like life injected into them, and I think Daryl Sutter is going to do it, just because he brings that like no like he won't take shit from anyone. And the, there, I just felt like something in the locker room there wasn't quite like the leadership that was needed on that team. Um, and now there's kind of that like figure with Gio obviously and with Kachuk, some of these other leaders on the team that are very good. It's going to be. Look out for Calgary. Um, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I didn't say they'd be playoffs from the from the get go, but they might make some. They might upset some teams. I, sure. I I have a blasty jersey, so again, I'm obligated. That to is write. a filthy jersey, by the way. That's a nice. That's a nice jersey. Uh, and then it's good. And then you're gonna absolutely hate it when I put Kachuk on the back. But um, <laughs> I'm kind of obligated to say that the Flames will make the playoffs just because I have one of their jerseys. Um, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird hiring because obviously he's got the history with the flames and he obviously made the Kings into contenders. It's a weird roster in Calgary. It's a mix of like the Kachuk, Tanev, Giordano types along with like the Goudreau, Monaghan, Elias Elias Lindholm. Bunch of, bunch of those offensive guys and you got the like some guys like Nesterov and like Nordstrom who just like are just there for like to play that grind, like grindy game. I mean, I, f- I feel bad for Josh Levo too. The guy could score and he's playing like fourth line minutes. 
Rasmus Anderson is probably like one of my like underrated flames. Like, oh yeah, he's I, been good. This I, I always hear his name every time, like when I watch a Flames game. Like I'm tired on their like yeah. team scoring. I think let me pull that one up. I like their first line. I like Kachuk, Dubay, and Lindholm. Kachuk, Dubay, and Lindholm. I, I like some of their pieces. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Anderson's fifth in scoring on their team, and then and also. Uh, Mangiapane is also underrated too. I've watched that guy play, and he's he's he cooked the Canucks one time with this filthy goal. He went through our whole team. Like the guy watching like a game on sports, they always talk about Mangiapane for whatever. I know. <laughs> it's he's underrated. I don't get it. Like, he's an underrated player though. The guy's good. The guy's. No, really he, good. You know what I think it is with Mangiapane is remember when they were playing the Avs and and the, and the and the playoffs in the first round. I want to say two years ago, where Calgary was supposed to like walk all over oh, the Avs when they were first place in the yes. West. Right. Yes, and then uh, basically like Mangiapane, uh, Garnet Hathaway. I'm trying to think of uh, who else it was, but like those line, their fourth line, and uh, I can't remember who was calling the games, but they had like the same crew for the most part. It's just like, yeah, these are the guys that are really you know getting it done from Calgary. They really need their you know skill players to step it up, and they were playing the Avalanche with McKinnon, Landis, God. <laughs> Ranton and, and and all those guys. Kale McCarr. First year McCarr played. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, you know, uh, the, it, you know, the, the grind guys are really getting it, but outside of them. So we'll see if Sutter can get the uh, get the boys going in Calgary. I hope, I hope he gets Bennett going too. That guy's too good. Like I feel like he that guy has that guy's a lot in like a lot of potential in him. You know he's getting on the you know he's getting like 24, 25 now. Like he, he's got some in him. Bennett for Vertanen, who says no? Stop that. <laughs> no, the, I think just uh, based off of Bennett's playoff uh, performance alone, they would never do that. Um. So yeah, good luck to Calgary. Yeah. Hopefully uh, it goes well. Does uh, Lucic still have more goals than uh, Hall, Eichel combined, and Skinner? I don't know. He might actually. I think. Let me let me choose Taylor Hall goals because if I, Taylor Hall has two goals, then that means he does. Taylor Hall. Um, he definitely. I don't know if he has more than McKinnon. Still, <laughs> that was a joke for going on for a while. McKinnon. Well, the other one that was really funny was uh, Kevin Lankinen had more points than Laugh did yeah. the Rangers, which was, which, which was good. McKinnon yeah. still has less goals than Lucic. Yep, and yeah, Taylor Hall, Eichel, and Skinner have less goals than Lucic combined. It's uh, just up your season in Buffalo, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> that's a it's a rough season. Yeah, it's 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 lit. Um, should we move on to uh, to some games? Yeah, let's do some games. All right, love some games. So we are going to be playing a uh, good, bad, or insert adjective here. Uh, this is our first time doing it with Rav. Uh, so pretty much what's going to happen is that each person is going to ask the other person one question. So usually it's like Scott and I just asking like three questions to one another. Now uh, I'll ask Rav a question and I'll ask Scott a question and then we'll just continue on. Each person will get to ask the other person a question. Uh, I don't know, Scott, if you have your topics ready. Rav, I don't know if you have your topics ready. Uh, so it's just like anything and hockey related. Anything, anything at all. Anything, anything, anything at all. I, some reason this random question came in my head. I've been talking about both of them. I've just seen a lot about both of them recently, so I can. Yeah, I just got. Both. All right. Yeah, uh, who, who, who should go first? Rap should go first. <laughs> yeah, Rap should go first. Uh, I don't know. Well, this one guy came back from injury yesterday. He's really good. He's a champion. Uh, Vladdy Tarasenko. He came back. Just thinking, who would you rather have as on your right wing? Would you rather, or like, who's better? I guess you could say. Uh, would you rather have Tarasenko or Rantanen? 
Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. That's what I was thinking because they've like their career. If you look at their career, like I think I I think what's his name's a bit younger. Uh, Rantanen. Rantanen's a few years younger. Yeah, but Tarasenko like, was Tarasenko was a 2010 draft. Um, Rantanen was 2015. Yeah, the thing is, I just feel like right if you wanted a right winger right now, first line, you stick them with whoever you got, who you need, who you take. In the, like, Ian, do you have an answer? Vladimir Tarasenko. I am Tarasenko <laughs> on that first line. It's, um, yeah, it, it, even though he is constantly injured, uh, I uh, I am going to go with uh, with Tarasenko. I'm going to ride the Terra Tarasenko the, the the tank the, the, the Tarasenko tank. Um, I'm going to go Rantanen, and just not to just argue the other side of the point. No, but, you are you are just arguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I like I've always been a fan of Miko Rantanen. Um, since he Same played here. the 2016 World Juniors. Um cut to his game tying goal tip in deflection against Russia. Um, I think he's always, he's just always been super consistent, super like level. And I always like his like physical bite to the game. He's really efficient score. He's got a bit of edge to him. Um, he's great with McKinnon. I think people don't, don't understand enough. McKinnon alone is very good, but the fact he's got two essentially all-star wingers on both sides is what makes the, him and that line so dominant. And Rattan's a huge part of that. I would just want to see Tarasenko play with like an offensively minded like first liner. If I the guy gets forty goals, he can get forty yeah. goals, and he has multiple times gotten forty goals with like O'Reilly, like O'Reilly. <laughs> but you know, like it's not like imagine if he played. Like imagine if he played where Rantanen played right now. Imagine if he played where Bester's playing right now. Like I, I just feel like that guy, and he's he's he won a championship. This guy is. is he's still good. Like the injuries have definitely piled up on him, especially the past year, but the guys. Yeah. Oh, he's an elite sport. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll ask so you. Always, I'll, I am a big fan of Rantanen though. I'll tell you yeah. that. Who's been on the cover of Chell? <laughs> I mean, Tarasenko has been and Rantanen has been. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't deny it. I mean, uh, there's and been. That's how you, and that's how you know you're a great player because you got on the cover of Chell. Just ask Claude Giroux. Uh, he, he's, he was Really good. I mean, he's still pretty good. You'd ask PK, PK Subban. PK Subban was on the cover of Shell. PK I Subban. Jersey. I have his jersey here too. It's his Preds one though. But, but that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Look at this. Well, big big dog. I mean, you technically, technically, Nino Niederreiter was on it in Switzerland in 2016. So wasn't Jose Bautista like the like perpetual cover uh, cover athlete for like MLB the Show in Canada? Oh. Oh, no, I think he was on the cover. He was just on the cover. Shut up. I think yeah. he was the cover athlete. Oh, he might have been. He might have been one year. That would have been a hard, that would have been a hard <laughs> sell in the States. So the year Bergeron was on the cover, NHL 15, they had a special edition alternate, alternate, alternative covers in yes. Sweden. And so the, some of those players included, uh, oh gosh, uh, Samuel Paulson and Matthias Tedenby. Oh, wow. Oh, God. There's a few. Oh. There's a few years of way a bit too many years of Nino Niederreiter on here. I think that should be our next game, Scott. That we play is name cover athletes in X country in X year. Uh, <laughs> or I mean, Oli Jokinen was on it in 05. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Oli Jokinen had has played how many years in the NHL? And he has what is that? How many? He's played 1,231 regular season games. And guess how many playoff games the guys played? Like ten. Do you think he got some? 20. Six. 
<laughs> wow. Six, six. Yep. Oh eight, oh nine with the Flames. Six games, two goals, three assists, four pen, four penalty minutes. What a bad performance. Uh, I mean, it, it's not really his fault. He's with Florida, and then like Calgary at the Calgary. end, of the, and then Winnipeg, and then a bunch of. I mean, yeah. all mediocre teams. I mean, uh, I don't know. The guys. Scott, guy is- I think, uh, Scott, I think that's gonna be our segment next week: is naming EA Sport uh, Chell athletes, <laughs> cover athletes in X hey. countries. And Jokic like had a decent career, though. Besides, like internationally, at least he's much. He's been on a. He's only won one gold, and that was the World Juniors in 1998. But he has like way a lot of silver and bronzes in the Olympics and the World Championships, and a silver in the World Cup. Yeah. What the Finns the- were very successful in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, when the NHL left to go, they were very successful, and they were. Very I mean. Good. Even it, I don't want to think Ian wants to talk about the 2014 Olympics with Finland and the U.S. You know that game? No, here's a, no, because here's, here's the thing: is yeah. that the, the, the no, the Olympics actually peaked in 2010. Like well, that goal, I, like that gold medal game was like the yeah. peak of Olympic hockey. I still think 2014 was good though. Like at least the hockey. No, it was not. It was the a, hockey wise. No, it was not. Yeah, obviously, well, you wasn't as good. No, because Canada beat Latvia one fucking nothing. Because Christer's Gudlevskis or whatever went off. You don't even know the name. <laughs> That's that is his name. I'm pretty sure. I actually do remember. Yeah, it is. It is Christer's Gudlevskis. I remember him, dude. I don't know where he is right now. Let's see. He's elite prospects. Where is this guy? At? He's <laughs> he's playing Bratislava in Slovakia, and he was just at Riga last year. The guy's still playing, dude. He's all right. Like, yeah. We should continue continue with good, bad, or insert adjective here. Yeah. Um. Ian, your turn. Uh. Uh. Rav. I'll start with, I'll go to you, Rav. Uh, the royal family, are the royal family good, bad, or insert adjective here? So it's just like anything. Any, any <laughs> adjective like, you can put uh, in for the royal family. I liked it. Uh, I don't, I feel like it's not necessarily the royal family's fault, all this stuff's happening. I don't know anything about it, Like, but I've seen the news, right? But it's. I feel like it's just the people who like pay attention to it way too much like i saw this this peer morgan piers morgan guy just run off like set today because some guy had an opposing opinion about the <laughs> the royal family this guy's on like main like prime time british television and he just here's morgan's out. a polarizing british um like news figure like i've seen his twitter and i've seen, yeah. yeah i went through his twitter yeah. and i've seen a bunch of stuff and that's just I've, over the past few years yeah he's yeah. leaving good morning britain He's quite, he's quite the character, that's for my, sure. My favorite part about the royal family, not the royal family specifically, was but, but the reaction on Sunday night when uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry did their interview and people were like, how could the royal family be so racist? It's like, have you not been following the royal family and like, their history yeah, like, over uh, like hundreds of years? Yeah, that one's pretty obvious. (laughs) Like, yeah, they're racist. No shit. Like, they they're German. They have a German background in their family. Like, it they they were like world like not to say that Germans are racist. I was just more referring to like their World War Two like support, and they had to change their last name to Windsor before World War One. Yeah, the royal family. Um, not not a great history. Yeah, I try not to care about them as much. I like I just try not to pay attention to those guys as much anymore. Uh, Scott, I'll go to you then. Um, so I've got I've got a, a good bad insert adjective for both of you, Ian. Okay, I'm gonna because I'll go Ian first. Uh, Ian, I this guy I was reading people are, some people are saying he's overrated. I don't think he is. Jack Flaherty, St. Louis Cardinals starting pitcher, 
What are your thoughts? Good, bad, insert adjective here. Uh, I haven't watched baseball in a while, so this is all you. This is uh, he. He is good. I like Flaherty. Yeah. I actually, the Cardinals yeah. actually have a, a really good uh, rotation. They yeah. they have some good pitches on their team. Flaherty, he's 26, 27, I think he is. Like he's pretty young. Yeah, still pretty young, but this is probably the like peak Flaherty. And obviously, like the Cardinals are a pretty good team. They got Paul Goldschmidt on their team. Yaya Molina is coming back for another year. I know him too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Colton Wong? Don't know him. Okay. Um, so <laughs> uh, Adam Wainwright, I think, might even yeah. come back for one more year. Wow. But, That's saying something. But is Derek no. Fowler still on the team? Pardon? Is Fowler still on the team? I want to say he is. But I, think I, he is. I think he's there. One of the I think, yeah. Is David Free still on the team? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in uh, He's in yeah. Los, I retired he's in Los Angeles. Is Michael Walker still on the team? <laughs> <laughs> hey, David Freeze, one-time All-Star, one-time champ, one-time MVP, one-third the World Series. Dude, that 2011 World Series, that was that was like my favorite World Series ever. Yeah, that, that just that like that like what got me in baseball for a good good amount of time. For a good chunk of time, for real. Yeah. And then the uh, game- for me, for me, it was Tim Lincecum. Um, hey, yeah, stud, stud. Yeah. yeah. That flow, man. Holy shit. Yeah. To, um, to, that, to go back, I was going to say, to go back to Flaherty, I think the dude's good. I think the dude's solid. I agree. Solid I, pitcher. People are saying he's overrated, but they're, I think they're full of shit. Ralph, um, actually, you need to answer this too. Um, Drake came out with a three songs, part of his new album, Scary Hours 2. What are your thoughts? Good, bad, and good yeah there's nothing to it. it's every song slapped i just I've, I've listened to this stuff i'm like the what's next song got leaked and it was already on tiktok i'm like dude this this beat's so basic but i know he'll kill it and he killed it uh, i yeah. don't think drake needed to flex that he had sex but it worked uh <laughs> like <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a um no he didn't he literally say i had sex on valentine's day yeah he said that <laughs> but uh, i i uh I was gonna say yeah the, the second song little baby like it was perfect i like the easy thing yeah. I, I don't little know baby goes nuts yeah, little actually, baby i don't even like he's just on another level right now that guy's <laughs> that guy, yeah. that guy it, he raps like he has 30 seconds to live and he has 30 seconds to spit the guy is ridiculous <laughs> he's so good and yeah. then the rick ross the drake rick ross song is just a classic song like they're they just they got bars on bars it's, it's yeah. it, that will never go wrong i've never heard her to make bad music together no, the rest of the album we get to hopefully. Just join. Uh, it was gonna come in January, and then Drake, yeah. like a true, true Drake, just he had, he had like a, I think he tore his ACL or something in his leg, and he's like, yeah, can't make music anymore, even though I think it was already done. So I think Drake's just prolonging it, but hopefully it's yeah. a masterpiece now because I think it will be. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Never forget, uh, were we in grade 12 when we were graduating when uh, some like it was a brawny who said, like, dude, shut up, like, your team's losing to Cleveland or something. And then he and then Drake's like, my season starts like July, whatever, when his album came out. Yeah, oh. that album was actually nasty. Oh, yeah, no, but I just thought it was funny because I think it was brawny who was like, bro, shut up, like, your team's <laughs> losing. Um, when, they, when LeBron was still on the caps. That could joke him. Noah reference today. Who goes Who goes on vacation to Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> he retired the other day, by the way. Um, good, career. good career. Good player. Solid player. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, the, origi- the All-Star game was originally supposed to be in Indianapolis this year. Uh, so I, I, I think Indianapolis is worse than Cleveland. 
uh, next year it is <laughs> and I'm not going to say it again I'm not going to have him come up three times on this podcast <laughs> um, alright uh, my thoughts on the Drake album I thought it was a good album um, it, it went, the, the actual songs went wants and need uh, what's next and then lemon pepper freestyle that's how I thought yep. from good to, good to worse um, I know there's money in the grave. I can't name a single other Rick Ross Drake song. Uh, well, it's just like it kind. Of, a lot of them sound like. Well, the first big song was it was in 20, 2009. I don't I don't know. It was a, it was a big song back then. But a lot of their music is just kind of. Imagine Lemon Pepper freestyle, just like that sort of vibe kind of thing. Like I think they released a song, or Rick Ross released a song on his album called "Gold Roses" with Drake, like right after he released "Money in the Grave." But they've they've always just made good music together. I think. Okay. It's just kind of that sort of vibe where they're just like on mellow beat, just spitting. Drake, pretty good singer. That's can't can't argue with that. Um, Rab, do you have one more good bad insert adjective that you'd like um, to do? Uh, you know, I kind of did, but it's kind of it's kind of like speaks yourself i think i think i'm i'm chilling with this one you think you're good all right uh, i'm gonna do one more this one's more for scott but rab if you feel like you want to answer it feel free uh scott bryson the shambo my king my my boy uh bryson shambo good batter uh internet to here well so, so he's he's obviously good i'm i'm gonna i have a better adjective he's fucking massive he uh yeah Oh, he's huge. Um, his drives, both the third and fourth round. So fancy. He won the Bay Hill Invitational, um, Arnold Palmer's tournament. I'm sorry, the Arnold, the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill, which, as you know, has the par five that wraps around the lake. Yes. And normally drop players will like hit it kind of like halfway, like across. He hit it all the way across. He got like 100 yards short of the green. Um, the man's a beast. Hit it 370 yards. Like, I can't even dream of doing that myself. I it would be way too hard. The guy is phenomenal and he made putts when he needed to. Um, and shout, you know, shout out to Lee Westwood in that, in that tournament. He put a good run on Corey Connors. Canadian put a good run on as well. He missed a few putts at the end, which kind of screwed him over um, and left himself with some bad shots, but good on DeChambeau. He's top 10 in the world. We'll go rankings right now. Great player. Fucking massive is my adjective. DeChambeau. Rap, do you watch golf? No, <laughs> but I, I barely even watch hockey. It's just the one I've been watching the most this year. Uh, yeah, so I guess uh, s- same for Rab. Uh, he's fucking huge. I'm guessing that's what <laughs> Rab would say if he. Uh, uh, I've seen a picture of this guy, and I think he is. If uh, if it is who I'm thinking of, you guys post about him a lot, so I've seen him. I yeah. post. I post. Ian about him. <laughs> Ian I, about him yeah, he is yeah. jacked. Okay, yeah, he's big. He's a big guy. Six yeah. protein shakes a day, by the way. Last I heard, six protein shakes a day. That's just not healthy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> at that point, no, like at that point, you're just pooing out protein. You're not even like taking it in, dude. That's, that's hardly a joke. Um, should we do the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, do you want to pull up the questions or should I pull up the questions? Uh, you do, because okay. I don't want to actually do access to it. All you right. No, I'll access to it, but you got it, Ian. Let me pull up the questions here. Uh, Ralph, so, do you have media cards? Pardon me? Does Ralph still have media access to? Uh, yeah, Ralph should still have uh, social media oh, access to, uh, to SYP. Is it just on there? Uh, there's a, a, a poll in our story, the question sticker. Uh, I have it pulled up if you want me to answer them, but. Yeah, you need to. Ask, ask them. I got it. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Doge to one dollar with Mark Cuban backing it. <laughs> uh, that was Tanner who sent that, by the way. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. As someone who put money to Doge and made like I think probably like fucking like thirty dollars off it. No, <laughs> like I don't think so. Probably not. Mark Cuban. It can't just be Mark Cuban backing it if it's really gonna do that. Like Elon Musk got it to go up to seven cents and now it's stuck at five and like something with something like as i don't know how to explain it like well I, I, maybe you guys won't understand it so i'm just gonna put in like basic terms just like it's kind of it's really difficult for dogecoin to be a dollar it's a meme coin like it's a kind of it would have to be insane to go to be a dollar so uh no i mean i like that he's taking transactions hopefully cryptocurrency is more taken more seriously because of that but i don't know no <laughs> Uh, for the sake of argument, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say you will <laughs> go up to a dollar, Tanner. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, I got it. Um, I don't have a good answer for that. I'll let the boys run that word. Oh, it's not a good answer. I'm just answering for the sake of argument that it's going to be. A, I'm, I'm um, uh, what Rab and I like to call a devil's advocate in our uh, political science class. The one uh, I did really bad at. <laughs> uh, the one that I barely did well in. Same. Um, um, I'll, just, I'll say yes. Um, Rav, do you want to answer the next question or? Same guy? Is the same guy? Uh, yeah, it does count. You have 24 hours to live. What is your last meal and in what quantity? Uh, can it, be from, it can be from anywhere, I'm assuming. Probably, yeah. Right, right anywhere, okay. That's tough, man. I don't know. Well, it didn't really specify. And what is in what quantities? So it's like, it can only be like one dish kind of thing or can it be like a whole meat? I think he's just asking like how much of, like how much would you have of that <laughs> certain, certain thing? I mean, I mean, man's got to eat, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> man's got to eat. I'll start, but if you guys have something else that you want to. Ravi, go yeah, Ian, go ahead. Ian, go first, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go. Um, my last meal before before I before I die or whatever after twenty four hours, my final meal uh, would be um, home cooked sausages, uh, mashed potatoes, uh, probably a beer, uh, and and, a, and some mi- a mix of vegetables, uh, but like sweet potatoes, um, some asparagus, maybe a little kale. Uh, my grandmother has made all of this and uh, that would be my final meal. It's just like a home cooked meal for my grandmother, sausages, potatoes, vegetables, a beer. Yeah. Rocking with that is my final meal before I go. I like it. Rob, let's hear it. So I get a, get a big bottle of Hennessy (laughs) (laughs) and, and, Oh, is it here? Oh, no, I just had a pink Whitney bottle. I was going to throw that up. Too. Oh, let's go. <laughs> it's somewhere. I think it's in the fridge downstairs, but yeah. I don't know. One or the other or both, you know, just, just uh, I think just, just ooh, dude. Just d- double fist it for the year last year. <laughs> just double fist <laughs> any and some. It's a pink Whitney. It's a pink Whitney. I mean, kind of deadly action. I'm going to lie. That's going to be a, a tough combination, <laughs> like a tough duo, <laughs> Hennessy and pink Whitney. Like, the sugar and like how fucking <laughs> tough the Hennessy would yeah. be. That's that's gotta be oh, arguably oh. one of the worst but best duos yeah. at the same time. That's like worse than when people I don't even know what you call it, like gar- like the time you know when people pour like all their alcohol in a bucket and just like a bunch of that. Those people are actually psychopaths who do yeah. that. Yeah. 
I remember like coming to Victoria before the pandemic and I was playing, like I was playing a game where they like, you have to the loser drink the middle cup. And I was like that. And oh, I don't know. King's cup? King's cup. And I don't know how to play this oh, yeah. stupid game. And I just get screwed and I'm just sitting and I got, that was the quickest I've gotten drunk dude. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say just, I feel like just some Indian food, man, <laughs> just because I think just some Indian food. I don't know what's like, I could go with the classic butter chicken. I might go with some, one of my mom's dishes. I don't know. I don't, I would definitely, I respect that. It would be that. Well, I, by the way, the pink Whitney Hennessy, it's love to have both and whatever feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's a meal. That's all right. Either some Indian food or just straight up. I don't know. Maybe call me a loser, right? A veggie pizza. A large veggie pizza. That's don't ask me why a veggie pizza. I used to be vegetarian, so I used to eat yeah, a lot hey, of it. And it's just like a, it's just something that you know brings me to back to when I was a kid, kind of thing. Where do you get that veggie pizza? From? Yeah, uh, Little Caesars, home of the Detroit Red. <laughs> I think my favorite pizza as a kid was I think it was Panago because it was like the most expensive. It was the most tasting one in my opinion in Squamish, at least for a while. Sure. Yeah, sure. Like at least I, Top Hat place is pretty good too. Top Hat's good. I only started eating there like when I was like seventy. I never really ate there. Yeah. But yeah. I think just Pan and Go because that was the one. Voice with us out. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, probably Pan and Go. Just a Pan and Go veggie pizza with the okay. creamy garlic dip and a bottle of fantasy and pink wine. <laughs> um. Oh, dude. I don't know. I'm a I'm a big Mexican food guy. Like. Like a good, a good, like good, some tacos would be really good. Um, some burritos or like, even like an enchil- like a good enchilada dish. There's a few places I've been to that are really good. Um, combine, pair it with a uh, cold, cold beer, Stella Artois. It's my go-to. Germany, but it's from Belgium. Uh, <laughs> some, good, some good Belgian beer right there. Uh, it's my I favorite. Any, I think I got some. I got a Bayern Munich jersey here. That's German. Let's go. I got some German in my my Let's group. Go. Fucking right. Um, I got great, nothing. Great football club, Bayern Munich, by the way. Yeah, I got. I think that's that's the Davies one. Got Fonzie. Go. That's it. That's so sick. Um, yeah, some good tacos. Um, Stella Artois, probably my last meal. For sure. Interesting. Okay. Um, Next question. Rab- uh, Oh, Scott, Scott, are you doing it now? Yeah, yeah Scott, I'll, I'll do it. Um, so, our last question comes from Max Cleveland. Actually, second last question. We have another like loaded question at the end. Um, Max Cleveland uh, asks us his our our picks for the Players Championship at TPC Sawgrass, which is this weekend. Yes. Uh, that's um, you guys. I'm gonna pull it up and just gonna say what I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up the odds too. I feel like the guy to go with is obviously Bryson um bryson is probably the odds on favorite to win i guess because golf odds, all right, yeah. well golf odds are are mostly the same yeah dj's at plus 1100 DeChambeau's at plus 1600 john ram 1600 thomas 1600 mcelroy 1600 morikawa plus 1800 um i have to go with bryson because bryson is my guy uh, yep. i i would just say watch out for like tommy fleetwood Tommy Fleetwood, I feel like you do that every tournament. Okay, all right, I do, I do. I'll, I'll change it up. I'll change it up. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I do, I do. I that's that's true. Uh, I uh, let me go through. There's a guy. You better answer, Rob. Do you have an answer for us? Is my boy is my boy VJ Singh still golfing? <laughs> uh senior on the championship tour. Uh, okay, so they yeah. mm, okay. Let me. I think okay. 
Hot take, Sergio Garcia. Actually, no, he finishes second to Luis Ustuzin. There you go. There you go. Actually, he actually said Ustuzin, not bad. Like that's actually a pretty good pronunciation of his name. No, it's because I, I used to watch when I used to watch oh. golf big time. I I, I yeah. knew because he, he won a he won a big tournament. I forgot which well, Masters one year. Yeah, the Masters. Did. That's why it was. That's no, that was that 2013 or 12. It was like oh, one of those 10. old 2010. He won 2010. See, like that was old. Yeah. That's why I used to watch yeah. all sports back 11 then. years ago now. Damn. Um, I have a pick. Um, I, w- I was gonna go with my boy Justin Thomas, but I'm actually not gonna go that way. I'm gonna say McElroy's gonna win it. Um, something just in my gut tells me he's gonna come out of nowhere and like he's been like okay and he had a good he had, he had a good weekend here at um the uh Arnold Palmer. So Maybe he'll uh, rip it up at Sawgrass, and he he knows he hits. People don't give him enough credit. Like he hits the ball a mile too. He's no Deshambo, but he hits it a mile. So um, watch out for McRoy. That's actually not. That's actually a good pick. It's a solid pick. Instead of Tommy Fleetwood, who you should watch out for, which I say every time, I'll say Mul- um, Mul- Mulinari. Yeah, I've yeah, Francis- Francesco, yeah. Yeah, Francesco Molinari. Um, obviously, he was on a bit of a run there, like pre-pandemic. Wasn't him and Tiger competing at the Open uh, two years ago, I think Masters. it was? Masters. He was in Masters. the final for the Masters. Yeah. Masters two years ago. Um, him and Tiger were going Molinari down. Molinari also did win the Open a couple of years. I think it was 20. I want to say like him him and Tiger were battling at the Open, but it might have been the Masters that I'm thinking of. It was the Masters you're thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molinari, that's my one to watch this weekend for the Tour Championship. There you go. Um, we do have one more question. This is loaded, and Rav, you're involved in this. Um, okay, so in, we talked about this before, but this is um, coming from one of the creators, uh, SYP creator Keith Renata. Um, he started an NBA like career mode, and instead of just doing himself, he had like a whole bunch of franchises, and he put six of six people that we know very well um as their own players including keith himself as my creator kevin as my creator gabe our lovely guest ravisher as well as hunter verner and isaac howell two friends of the pod um hunter was on with us a couple of weeks ago so they had their careers they played out their whole careers i watched this they started it saturday night and they just simmed through their whole career it took a long time anyways um keith asked me who the best player was and why. So we're all looking at our phones, checking the, the stats here. Um, I'll just kind of keep going here. I'll give you guys like a rundown of what each player did. Um, Keith, Keith Renata was a point guard slash shooting guard, 81 overall. Uh, he was MVP 2034, NBA champion 2033, 2037. Seven, yeah, Ian, same year. Seven-time All-Star. Um First team all defense for seven years. Solid player. Next up, we have Kevin, Keith's brother. Um, power forward. Surprising because he's only 5'9". <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, there's no way that Kevin's... <laughs> no, he's actually in the game. He's 6'7", but in real life, he's 5'9", for anyone that knows Kevin. Um, Kevin had one NBA championship, and he went to the All-Star game eight times, including eight years in a row. That's notable. Um so that's Kevin. And then we'll go to... What are the rest of the overalls? Uh, the overalls don't do it, Don't give us a good picture because... I think at my peak, I was 89. But I think most yeah. of these guys were like... We were all like similar overalls. Just somehow like... Yeah. Other guys just... Yeah. 
where's where's Ravisher here? We'll get Ravisher in here. Um, I mean, I won six bands a year. Twenty twenty. I think you won a few NBA championships too. No, I didn't get any. I don't think. Oh, you didn't get any? Okay. No, I didn't get any chips. Someone, someone got a lot. Someone had like <laughs> six foot one eighty from India, third overall pick. But I got three second teams, a six man, five all star games, and I got <laughs> Ian. I got number two retired in Washington. They let me take John Wall's number and retire it. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite thing. I, <laughs> I I come in there. I take literally their like top three player in their history <laughs> and I just take their number <laughs> just so I'm looking at this right now I don't yeah. Scott I don't know if you've said all of them or if you've gone through everybody yet but yeah I've gone through I've gone through most of them um Isaac Howell six-time all-star um first team all defense two years um that's he, yeah no NBA no NBA championships Hunter Werner uh, six man of the year. He was an eight-time All Star. Um, plays on the, currently on the Raptors. When he retired, six man of the year, first team All Rookie. Um, in his rookie year, no championships as well. Um, just we'll just quickly mention who who was the best player out of that group and why. I mean, probably I think Hunter. I was gonna say um, Kiefer Hunter. Okay. Keith was just a just Walmart Chris Paul. <laughs> he just like he didn't like he had he was fifth in assists all time, but that ever, he didn't have he didn't have the points or rebounds because I mean he wasn't top one hundred in that. Yeah. Although Isaac Howell, I think maybe deserves. Although Keith managed to get seventy fifth all time in blocks, I don't know. As a point guard, that's pretty impressive for a yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems fake. For five ten point guard, right? Like that's what yeah. I was thinking. What? What is this guy's wingspan, dude? Let me pull my Mo Bamba jersey. And I'll show you some. I <laughs> got seven five wingspan or some dumb stuff. But, yeah. Um, I yeah, the thing. I I I. I'll say Keith. I I'll say Hunter. Hunter is definitely the best. I would player. say yeah. I have two answers. I think the best defensive player overall and like player in general is gonna be Kevin. Yeah, didn't have a lot of points, but his defensive effort was very good. Yeah. Um and man, the guy had a lot of fouls, but he was, he was an effective player. But uh, <laughs> all time, that's Isaac seventh all time in fouls. Kevin's ninth all time in fouls. Yeah, Kevin, Isaac, the, problem with, the problem with Isaac is that he doesn't have a championship. That's mm-hmm. the thing, and, and neither and neither with Hunter. So that's why yeah. I guess I have does to Hunter go. not have a championship? No, he didn't win any. Ooh. He had eight All Star appearances, no championship. See, that's I why to... I gotta go with I gotta go with Keith because he got the two rings, and I value rings. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Kevin here. Best defensive player. One of the best defensive players of his era, without a doubt. So, Kevin is my... I, I think for the sole reason that I could just steal John Wall's number and just get it retired, I feel like it should be me, I won't, although I won't give it to myself. I think I did good. I think it was underrated, man. I think I could have... I, I was an underrated player. I was 70th all-time points, 60th all-time in assists, 70th all-time in steals. 69 nice and turnovers all time, you know, a lot of turnovers, but when, when you're playing with the wizards and you don't have any help for that long. Oh yeah. Ian, one year <laughs> I got drafted by the wizards third overall and I played there for six years and then they wouldn't give me a contract, I guess for what, for what I wanted. So I went to Atlanta and got, I think six man of the year award. And then I came back and they gave me five year, like $190 million contracts. I'm also a finesser, man. Like my guy's a finesser. He just knows how to play the system. Like, I feel like I got Keith, the smarts. Who did Keith play for? 
I don't know. Or like you sure, uh, the King. He was on the Kings for it. Oh, yeah, the- he got drafted by the Kings. Like yeah, I uh, see. That's kind of. Uh, and he, he ended with the Spurs. There was a point I think where we kind of just all like at near lender crews. They kind of just like put us on teams like, yeah. where we could have had a chance to win. So that's why I don't know what the championship thing. You know, like it could just be like could just be kind of like because <clears throat> trades are forced, but yeah. Either way, uh, looks yeah. like a lot. Of fun. Uh, Chief wanted me to take part in the next simulation or whatever you guys do, so I guess yeah. I'll be a part of that, which will be great. I don't yeah, have to do anything. Yeah, Keith's calling it season two, season two of NBA Sims with Keith. Okay. Yeah, it's um, I know he says he's too busy to do SYP stuff, but he can do this NBA Sims <laughs> uh, stuff. Hey, this is his contribution to the brand. So good. This is not his contribution. You never know. You never know. Don't. I'm tired of you sucking his dick because he didn't mention this to me. He only talked to me about it like two days ago, and he just wanted this discussed on the podcast tonight. And now it's just like it's not really an SYP contribution. It's just kind of, hey, I did the same thing. You should talk about it. Unless it, wants to put it, unless it wants to put it on our YouTube channel or our Twitch, it doesn't really do much for I feel we should have all, maybe us four, or just like all of us, we should just have a basketball tournament 1v1 over the summer. Dude, no, we'll, take all your ass. Well, maybe, well, maybe not. Ian and I, I think I feel like that's decided. You know, you know, Ian, I kind of got that. <laughs> I've gotten the one up on you a few times, even though we've been close sometimes because. We don't I have- beat you. Don't say it's close. I beat you. But I beat you a few times. I beat you more. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I beat you more. So I don't think that's true. Let's set it on the court. 1v1 for uh, SYP. Like, Ian always talks about, hey, he's the champ. Which I is- am the champ. Uh, I, I think we uh, I think we debate this in fatal, uh, like wrestling fatal four ways, uh, no disqualifications, and I just beat everybody with a kendo stick. I think IRL, I could definitely, I, I will beat Keith. Uh, I don't know about you, Scotty. I know how good you are. Uh, Dude, like, the speed. <laughs> you want you the know speed? my endurance. I'll run your once any day. <laughs> All right. We can, we can, we're, Ian, uh, us, us four at least are running it once in the summer. Uh, the other, the, I was going to say the other, uh, because we've talked about doing events this summer for SYP. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, seen the Top Gear. I might have sent it to you, Rev. Uh, the Top Gear uh, uh, car sauna, where in the summertime, they do this thing where it's like a heat warning. Uh, they get in their car and they leave it on with the heater on, uh, no AC on, windows up, engine running, and they see how hot it can get in the car and how long they can stay in the car for. Uh, so that might be an SYP Olympics event, is car sauna. I, that's not environmentally friendly. I don't, I do not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I, might I don't approve. No, there are way better SYP Olympics events we can do. No, I think that would be the most entertaining, <laughs> though. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, yeah, you can't say he's not wrong. It's not. It's, it would be entertaining. It just would be hella bad for the environment, though. Terrible, terrible. Like, if we do like a one v one, fine. Like, it's two people, fine. If it's like a bunch, no. Like, two cars max, then I'm okay with it. Then I'm good. I feel like I think uh, the best. We should definitely have a one v one tournament. Maybe like that could be like, well, who knows? Like, we start a speaker piece Olympics. That could be like the. Original. Yeah, because we were meant to do that last summer, but then keep. I mean, COVID fucked that up, and we just weren't <laughs> able to get that finalized. But uh, don't worry, we got uh, SYP golfing is coming. We're gonna do the SYP Open. Uh, we'll be doing some SYP streaming too. Uh, I I got my PS4 back in Squish, so basically, basically after school we'll just be gaming. 
Um, before we sign off, any other takeaways, hot takes? Things you wanna... with, a, with a big hot take to end. And then with uh, a big hot take. Um, let's, let's Russell start. Wilson is not going anywhere, you fuckers. <laughs> is he not going to the Bears? Is he He's not going to the Bears. Shut the fuck up. I am <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> not going anywhere. See, Rob, this is why we don't bring Russell Wilson up because this is what this is the result. This is you get this guy swearing and get him all mad. It sucks that like even Ian, even if Russell Wilson goes to the Bears, he would still be number two all time to Jay Cutler. So it wouldn't matter. No, he wouldn't. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That's not true. Shut up. No, okay, no, it's it's always, gonna, it's always gonna be fuck Jay Cutler. Don't worry. Um, um, um what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, that no, that's, that, that's my hot take, that Russell Wilson isn't hey, going anywhere, and hot take, like stop it. talking about Russell Wilson. <laughs> Don't keep him out of your words. Um, I got a hot take. Um, next is this, I could probably say this a few times. My guy, Kirby Doc, next, assuming we have a full 82-game season next year, he will have 70 points on the platform. Dude, that's not even, I feel like that's a good, that's a really good take. Yeah, I got yeah. That guy is a. I would stud. put money on that. Like I, I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what the over under for player totals would be yet, but I definitely feel like if I would have him over seventy points. I, I well, I was gonna say if the over under for Doc next season is like 60, 65, I would take the over on that. Dude, oh, I feel sure. I feel like it's because he's still like young. They might even like if that's low, dude. I might honestly just do it. Yeah, um, I was also gonna say now. that like. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to say, I feel like I just, I I always kind of like Detroit and I feel like I just shit on them too much because they're bad right now. So I don't know if I should say what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. I feel that, well, I've said, I told Ian the other day that Tarasenko is better than anyone in the history of the Detroit in the past like, five, six years. Like, but, no, but no, but, but you should also tell people about the uh, rankings we did for the Blues the other day also on top was, of that. What was that again? all-time blues moments ranked oh and, yeah <laughs> and, and um so this, this is also like a combined ian and rab hot take where the all-time blues moments ranked was number one uh gloria and when they won the stanley cup number okay. two was the three on oh overtime with <laughs> against the canucks when Myers <laughs> took out his entire team that's number two on the blues all-time <laughs> moment rankings yeah, that's good. And then number three was being on the same ice when Steve Eisman scored the most memorable goal in his career in Game Seven of nineteen ninety six. Double. Oh my God! I just can't imagine you're like you're the Blues GM that like that trade deadline or wherever that trade happened, and you're just like, yeah, let's get Gretzky, and then you get Gretzky, <laughs> and and Steve Eisman just does that to you, know? Um, no. A slapper from the blue line. He's like, yeah, no, you guys. Dink. That yeah. that is I'm not one gonna lie. The, that was an elite shot, though. That that, that that's honestly like that's probably the best shot in the history of the sport. Like like that's one of the most cool. iconic shots. Like dude, no, no no no, I have a better one. Korea off the floor. Oh, the floor. Okay. way better, way better. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's biased, but uh, no no no, I, no bias. <laughs> yeah no, I think Scott's wrong. It's probably Eisenman goal. That's probably the most memorable goal. Well, since you guys have your favorite. <laughs> You guys have your favorite shots. I'm actually not gonna say the Burrow shots. Probably the third. I would say. The, <laughs> I would say the Bieksa rolling puck one in Game Five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when um, I'm not not trying to spoil anything, but when we do our project, uh, we got a we got a, a project coming along, a series coming along yeah. 
uh, you'll be more than welcome to talk about that right. goal. Uh, yeah. The Bieksa one where no one knows the puck is a Bieksa, like has a really good shot on it and he whiffs, but it still goes in because no one knows where the puck is. <laughs> Uh, Scott, do you have a final hot take, or have we got to you yet? As to yeah, uh, I said Kirby Dodson. I, uh, Kirby well, Dodson oh, ra- is I, I don't know. Well, I think my take is just that, like, who's who's the Canucks' like sixth best player? Uh, uh, Jalen Chatfield. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, Their sixth best player, defense. Uh, like, I don't know, <laughs> just anyone. Like, dude, I feel like, okay. I mean, okay, JT Miller is better than anyone on the Detroit Red Wings in the past, like, seven years. No, that's not true. JT, no. Miller, if JT Miller is better than Dylan Larkin. There you go. No, come on. That's not true. That's, that's, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. It's a hot it. take. It's, 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 it's over. Wrap it up. That's it. Let's go home. Let's go, go home. That's the point. Uh, Thank you for listening to this feature <laughs> podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes. Uh, watch the podcast on YouTube. Give our YouTube channel a like and a sub. Uh, you will get nothing in return outside of free content, so why not? Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, we're on Twitch. SYP streams on Twitch. Uh, we're doing hoodies. Be sure to pre-order your hoodies. Uh, Website, I got a new article out uh, this past week. I discussed how the NBA made the All-Star Weekend a successful event. So go check that out on uh, speakyourpeace.ca. Uh, Scott, am I missing anything? I think that's about everything. I think that covers nope. most of it. Nope, I like the All-Star Game. Actually, quick quick thought. The All-Star Game was really good. Um, good job to everyone. I thought it was going to be a shit show, but it actually was pretty good. Uh, uh, they don't but otherwise it was good. Curry's dumb. Giannis is dumb. Lillard's dumb. They're they're, they're ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah. Team um, was ridiculous. I was going to say, uh, uh, we did an NBA podcast with uh, our friend Fuji on Monday, came out on Tuesday. Go check that out if you haven't. DeMontis Sabonis, greatest pacer no, of all time. It's Reggie. It's Reggie Miller. Oh, I'd even put George above him, dude. Like, George did more. Like, George brought him to the conference finals and, like. I would put Mark Jackson above DeMontis Sabonis. Wow. <laughs> gave, wow. He gave LeBron James work that series, and you know it. Uh, uh, who was it? I think it was uh, uh, Raymond who said that Lance Stevenson should get some consideration. Uh, uh, about Roy? Uh, well, I I, I mentioned I threw out Miles Turner, but no one no one seemed to to, to take hey, that. Uh, That's like when Armin in at Christmas said T.J. Warren is underrated. Like, <laughs> no, dude, that was just such a fluke. And anyone who watched basketball knew that was a fluke. Like, yeah. Like I knew he's a, he's always he's like a he's a 17 18 point guy. He's not a shoot, he's never doing that again. Let's so let's be honest. Uh Rav, do you have anything you want to plug or you want to promote here before we head uh, off? No, nah, th- I feel like SYP streams will be we'll be getting on that soon though. Yeah. We'll do some, we're going to do some YouTube gaming as well to help build a YouTube Ooh, channel. So yeah. we're going to be kind of plugging we'll back and both. forth. Uh we'll be on both. Uh most of this won't happen until at least after I'm done school on April Same. 11th. Uh so pretty much give it like another month six weeks two months and we're gonna be loaded with content here like for the next summer like this summer we're gonna be loaded with content sype 2021 is gonna be the summer of speak your peace there it's go. gonna that's be, my hot take boys yeah it's, <laughs> it's the summer of speak your peace 2021 yeah. uh th- again thank you very much everybody for listening greatly appreciated uh be sure to tell your friends tell your friends about speak your peace uh and we'll do this again soon peace out Thank you.